0: Moving forward. Aloha, Kako, and what do you know? We're back for more right here at KAKU885FM. The voice of Maui here leading the radio revolution with rabbit holes. And today, I've got Brad Starks back in the chair with me. How's it, Brad?
1: Really good. How you doing, brother?
0: Loving it, loving it, loving it. It's, it's a good day. It's a good day for Maui. It's a good day everywhere. It's a good day any day. But first, some announcements. Like I said last time, the county of Maui is hiring. All right. Make sure to visit their website at governmentjobs.com slash careers slash Maui for career opportunities like I was talking about with Sam. There are so many jobs unfulfilled in our local government, and they pay pretty decently, and they come with benefits. So if you like one job, maybe uh, health and dental, you know, COBRA plan, 401K, all that stuff, you know, stop folding towels and flipping burgers and go get yourself a good J.O.B.
1: Am I right, Brad? Yeah, man. That's (laughs) definitely where it's at. Uh, Benefits, security, security. Always a hot thing with the ladies. Exactly, always looking guys. For. Guys, or even,
0: or even, you know, guys looking for guys or girls looking for girls, yeah, or yeah, yeah. you know, what, whatever your flavor, your taste is. We don't discriminate here, <laughs> rabbit holes. We go on every adventure. All right, <laughs> and uh, you know, jobs tend to impress the you know who's that you're interested in. Right, right, right. It's right, right, true. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, get, so get, get you adjusted. want you want to pull tail, whichever side of the fence it lives on. <laughs> tail costs cash. <laughs> Carlo is.
1: <laughs> and so does pole <laughs> we don't judge here on uh, rabbit holes <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man so brad i mean i know we see each other all the time but last time since the folks seen you how you been oh things have been
1: great man i, yeah. I can't uh i can't deny it man we're on, that four, we're on that four week countdown man where we start to change the content and really make Moku Moku. Well, yes. we already know it's going
0: to be. Yes. Oh, my God. So, yes, I, you know, get a little uh, cross promotion moment, I yeah. guess, to to our own horn. But, yeah, I mean, production is right around the corner. Uh, you know, I think we're probably going to spend a few episodes checking in from set because I got to be in two places at once. Um but we're really going to try to show how we can be in two places at once. Exactly. Uh, so the show will still be coming at you. Some of the episodes will be pre-recorded a little more than usual, but still same awesome guests and same members of our community. And remember, you know, you guys can always come in the studio or call the local line and find out how you can be on the show. I'm willing to meet yeah, everyone absolutely. here on Maui. You know, it's it's easier to uh, congregate if we know where to meet up. So you know, just know I'm always here in Akaku Center. You know, like we can go down a minute stop, get some of the potato wedges, come back and talk just like me and Brad exactly. are talking right now. So if you've ever thought about being on air or becoming a member at Akaku, well, give it a test drive here on Rabbit Holes. So, Brad, let's, uh, let's talk a little fun today. Let's talk a little crazy. Let's talk a little pop culture. Let's, I think a nice icebreaker for today. You know, I, surprisingly, like you're the first person I could talk about this with this week Just because I feel that this is, like... I mean, I've got plenty of, like, artsy friends here on Maui, but, like... I, I haven't really had that, like, sit down within my, my small circle of friends and go, wow, Phantom's closing. Oh, you know, like, that's yeah. my one waspy thing. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not like, oh, the theater?
1: The, the theater. <laughs> oh, yes. Show hear that the Phantom of the Opera is closing. Oh, yes. Chap-
0: oh yes, yes. you do say, oh, oh very course, much. Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, adjust the monocle. Oh, yes. <laughs> you
0: gotta <laughs> make sure that, like, they, they know you have jowls when yes. you adjust your monocle.
1: Crudity <laughs> old. British mumble <laughs>
0: so they can't no it's not canceled it's end it's completed it's run 35 years final Unreal. curtain came down sunday they, yeah, did, they man. did sunday matinee yeah. scenario everybody came out probably pat- the
1: longest standing ovation in the history of broadway i'll bet you probably, probably last, last about 10 minutes probably upon, bet
0: you. was i yeah. mean like sondheim came out did yeah. his thing talked about his son for a bit Yeah. like man. i mean yeah. you, you had what, what was it so they said that it was show number 13,981.
1: Man, that's just insane.
0: Okay? That's if there was insane. a nickel for every time that that played, I still couldn't afford a house. No. um, and, no, but See
1: how it just In New York, you house? couldn't.
0: Yeah. I mean, you still need 40 times that in order. Yeah, right, yeah.
1: <laughs> and a co <cosigner>. yeah. <laughs> All that stuff. Again, that's a whole nother show, man. But oh, uh, Did you get a chance to actually go see the show in, in New York at in all? In New York, movies? yes,
0: uh, as a young child, yep. as a, well, younger, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I mean, in my 20s. Yeah. But uh, no, yeah, no, catching phantoms kind of like it was a rite of passage for the yeah, longest time, man, whether it was right. seeing it in New York or seeing it anywhere on tour. You yeah. know, the funny thing is, is I wasn't the biggest phantom fan. You know I'm a huge musical nerd, got gotcha. you know Same like year. i mean Same i year. i I love me like some Jason Robert Brown, like anything that Douglas yeah. sills was in it as oh, a yeah. kid i love i mean dude yeah. scarlet Pimpernel, man <laughs> um but Oh, and then we've also got, we got a great musical selection here on Island. I mean, oh, they yeah, just casted true. something rotten, Yeah, you know? like well, I'm, cool. I'm stoked to see that cast, because yeah. I mean, the songs could be a little bit better on that soundtrack, but like its main opener, the Welcome to the Renaissance one, that's a really good opener for a show. Yeah, So like, but no Phantom. Phantom, interestingly for me, I didn't see as like I mean, it just sat on the list of like tragic love stories to me, yeah. and I was like there's right. so many other tragic love <laughs> stories. So I really wasn't into phantom as a kid Mm -hmm. but then the interesting part was is i used to run a a i used to have a band and i used to like have a dj and a karaoke company and then funny enough along the way those two things coincided when i auditioned to be in another band at this guy's house for his kid And then that didn't wash out well. But then I ended up running into him years later. That man I found out was actually the CEO of Euphoria Hair, Donald Bewley. So, like, really cool cat. I can't say his name out loud enough because he's one of the most instrumental, like, people who's ever changed my life. Like, there's that moment where you meet a millionaire and it's like, cool, I know a millionaire. But it's another thing when you meet a dude who's worth a million on the inside. And he had the ability to just, like, help it out of you me anybody that was around him like i just i miss his his candor and demeanor to this day like he was one of the greats and losing him was definitely hard but the the where i think of phantom is i actually think of him because Uh it was it was interesting that like i used to do this weekly show in this place and it funny enough would get all of these like off broadway san diego people would actually show up because they knew that like i had a great selection of like backing tracks and so they would come and they'd test their audition pieces and then this one guy came in and did music of the night the same night that don was there he's like oh god buddy boy like i don't know what to do about this but like could somebody else sing this can you sing this and i was just like why don he's like it's one of my favorite songs i was like i did not wow. take you for a musicals guy he's like phantom wow. it's phantom it's a amazing show i took my <laughs> wife to that show i fell in love again at that show you know and so like I then just, like, took it up with, like, well, I don't really like this, but I like you, and, like, I kind of, like, to drop some shit, I really didn't like that guy's version anyways. I'm like, dude, I don't even like it, and I know what it should sound like. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, like, I gave into it, and then and then after that, it became, like, this, like, eight-year thing of just, like, oh, every wow. every once in a while when he was back just, in town, he'd show up. He's like, music of the night. Come on. Come on. Come on. How many, how many drinks I got to buy you? How many pizzas I got to buy you? Like, are you hungry tonight? <laughs> Do you need money tonight? You know, just get up there, buddy boy. Let's go go <laughs> sing my it. Wife, my wife's in town. She needs to hear it. Oh, and, right, right. I mean, that that song even took me all the way to his funeral when his wife asked me to oh, sing Oh, wow. Oh, so that, that was just, like, yeah, music of the night. Just, like, it's crazy oh, right man. there on, on the green at the resort and everything. <laughs> (laughs) And so, like, the show itself does not hold the thing to me. But I understand what that show holds for every person. Do you have, like, a phantom moment in your life?
1: Uh, I'll tell you. I mean, you know, I went there kicking and screaming. My mom and my sister uh, had access to the soundtrack for probably, two two, three years like when it came out and then they both came to New York at the same time and my mom was just like no discussion we're going to go see this you You need some culture oh yeah yeah no and there was tons of culture I mean like my mom played um, piano and um, you know my sister played the violin Uh, I held it all down by playing the tuba you know how that goes But uh, black men on the tuba, it's very rare, very rare. But uh, Like like black men
0: on the ice, like the NHL. You you can count on one hand all all the black men in the NHL. You can also count on one hand all the black men who play tuba.
1: Or in the swimming pool.
0: (laughs) Or on the swimming team. Or in Aspen. Yeah, yeah, and I
1: did both. I did all three. I was in Aspen.
0: Oh, that's how we got you on Maui. They the brother exchange program i that's get it, exactly I get it. it. Gotcha. that's exactly it that's gotcha. exactly it no
1: but i, I mean that the, the beginning of that production where i mean the entire uh theater goes dark and that in huge enormous um uh candelabra uh chandelier go, goes up i mean it was just incredible i mean and it just had me and again just like you um, I love Oklahoma. I've seen Seven Brides Seven Brothers Old School oh, tear, tear back stuff down. like that.
0: Oklahoma. Yeah, man. Okay. Shoot. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I've
1: crap. seen it. I've no. seen it so many times. And you do one of these times when my mom comes, we'll have to watch that together because my mom has an absolutely dirty, filthy, hilarious version of uh Surrey with the fringe on the top. Oh my God. Yeah. You will be... In stitches. The
0: infamy of Marcy Cudine just continues. Like I, I only know her. We should have her on the show. No, we should. We should when we she comes out, we'll
1: have a like a, a, a Marcy
0: extravaganza. She's infamous as far as I'm concerned. Like I, I'm friends with her on Facebook. I mean, we slightly exchange things in the comments section. I mean, I find that we we fit in the same headspace, oh, yeah. but like yeah, yeah. she's just like she's this celebrity I've never met, but I got to be digital friends with during the yeah. pandemic.
1: It, it's it's gotta it's gotta be like the digital happening of the. the, the the Maui happening of the year. Meet my Ma- meet Marcy and Maui. Yes, that's what we can call. But there
0: it. we go. If it, is that what the 92nd birthday? party Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We'll have to. We'll have to like figure that out. We'll have to get it. We'll have to get it down. Legit. We'll have to get it down.
0: Legit. So okay. So so you have your phantom moment. But I think while we're talking about this, why not just like? I mean, I don't think it gets talked about enough. I mean, an interesting thing to me about like theater and musicals is like, I was. More or less, voluntold to be a sports Hawaiian because we all, all Polynesians eventually play a sport, right? Sure. But like, even though this physique would tell you I would have been a great linebacker in high school, I didn't want it. You know, the 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 body was capable, but the mind was not willing. I did, I did. You know, so. and so it, it was very interesting growing up in in a in a very like, even though California was is is still quite the like purplish blue state that it is. I mean, it votes blue, but it lives red. Yeah. So, like, growing up in a county next to a military base, and then you know, ending up in a really great theater program, and then want to be like, no, mother, I want to be in theater. (laughs) Like, please, don't you understand? You know, of course, of course, when we're begging for things in theater, it's it's you've now gone to the Oliver Twist voice. So it's like when you're when you're when you're in the seats in the (laughs) mezzanines. But then when you're like begging to be a part of it, please, sir. I Have some more, uh, <laughs> mother. Give me a chance. I don't want to go to the salt mines like everyone else. But, uh, that's uh, not a decision for you to make, uh, so yeah. So, like, they wanted me to put on a you know, a traumatic brain injury helmet and, and join the CTE squad and, and play football. I just wasn't having it. And, you know, the funny part was, is like, my dad was definitely like a man's man, uh, like, cut from that cloth, yeah but like then he served in the marine corps and he realized like what he was fighting for and what freedom really meant and so if his son was in the theater like okay you know he was wondering it was he uh you know am I, yeah yeah he What's was going like you here? know what what was going on and then when he realizes like this has nothing to do <laughs> with sexuality or gender this is just like i i'm an artist and yeah, this is the yeah, art yeah. that i like yeah and then yeah, yeah, and yeah. then he realized how happy it made me and just like overnight and so then he found. He found his shows that he could be into. Yeah. That he was just like, okay, you can you can scream any song off the walls if it comes from these like five iconic soundtracks. Yeah, wow. And like one of the first ones that really like changed his mind into like is musical theater. That's something cool. Seventeen seventy six.
1: So, oh wow! Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Great. It was like the original awesome. Hamilton. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, I mean, you know, we we it's it's interesting because you and I have so many similar childhood experiences. My father used to play for the New York Jets my dad also used to love and write poetry my father also used to love uh, musicals and he and my mom you know got together on that and my father used to do this incredible uh, impersonation of Howard Keel from from like kiss me Kate which is yeah. like one of my favorites one of my favorites but um he My father uh, opened me up to E.E. Cummings, which is one of the most incredible poets in the world. And then my mom, my stepfather, Daniel Konene, he is a famous South African. It was a a famous South African poet and man of letters. And I remember going to a family dinner. And at the end, uh, the guest was just like, "Okay, everybody's going to take five minutes, leave the room, write a poem and come back. And then we're all going to read to each other. And I was just like, what the... You know, I had, like, nothing. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'll come back with, like, ten dirty limericks. And then, you know, hey, you know, it's me. I don't... Know. But um, I did what I could. I, I, I fashioned something together. But then, you know, Daniel... Writes this like incredible thing, and you can literally in five
0: minutes in five
1: minutes. Like, I'm trying to think in the in the, in the past
0: thirty seconds when you said dirty limerick. I mean, I could only come up with three <laughs> lines. I was like, "There once was a brother from Calcutta <laughs> whose <laughs> nose overflew with henna butter." You know, <laughs> so what? hey, no dirty limericks here and there. We're FCC <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. compliant. With FCC our limericks. compliant. Okay, come on now. But my
1: God, I mean, he he started. To read this thing, and I was like, "I gotta write that down because that is some smooths, you know what?" And then my mom wrote something back to it. I was just like, "Okay, I, 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 you know, it, it's it's just beneficial to open yourself up to the arts. You never know what's gonna happen, you know." It's uh, I love it. I love it, and I've I've never turned back. I never shunned my love for musicals and everything literary. All right, so
0: so Oklahoma's a big one. What, what else you got that oh, man. really
1: stands out? Oh, God, so Oklahoma, uh, Kiss Me, Kate. Uh, man, what else? Um, you know, there was a musical version of Auntie Mame, which I haven't seen, which I absolutely, yeah. absolutely love uh, that, uh, that movie as well. Rosalind Russell is, like, one of my favorites. Um, God, I'm trying to think of another one. Oh, God, um... um uh, Moses Supposes, His Nose is a Roses. What's that? Um, singing in the Rain. Yes. My God, man. Yes. And, and then yeah. just the, the dancing of... Was like Fred Astaire, Gene, yes. Gene yeah, Kelly, Gene and then, Kelly, and then and, yeah. and then my God, um, um, the, the the guy who plays sort of like the comic foil in that, um, Donald O'Connor, yeah, these guys are they were just crazy. They were just crazy. So it was great entertainment. Um, you know, there were movies that lasted almost like three hours, so you know, your mom and your dad could just like leave you in front of it, walk away, yes, go drink half a bottle of muscatel and come back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just uh, I loved it. Uh, I I really loved that kind of a thing. <clears throat> um. But yeah, uh, I mean, my parents got me hooked on like, um, you know, uh, the the Marx Brothers. Oh yeah. Um uh every single year we would go to a marathon showing of all those a films. Uh marathon. Oh what? A marathon? <laughs> no, just marathon I yeah, just screwed you. Yeah. <laughs> marathon.
0: I had What's to it just wrong? for a moment. That's like such a like early two thousands joke, but I couldn't help it. But you were
1: saying <laughs> But uh yeah, duck soup, night at the opera, um I was also lucky enough to have uh, one of my favorite people. I just um, uh, sent him a text message. His name is David Alex, and there's a wanted poster of some guy who's missing over here on the door as we came in, named David Alex. I'm like, hey, David. I was like, that's not you, but yeah. He just sent me literally like three or four, just like the funniest, sort of like one-liners. Um, hilarious guy, math teacher. I'm terrible at math. Um, we became best friends. He was my sprint coach um, in in high school, but. We would talk about old radio shows. We talk about old radio plays. We would talk oh, about dude, all these I kind love, of things. You know, Just and that's kindred spirit.
0: Old radio shows, like I love, and then that's actually that's a good point. I'm going to be talking to Lynn McCune soon. I, you know, what, now that I have you yes. on air, would you would you be down to doing some like public domain oh, radio? Uh,
1: absolutely. Call I think me that's the in. question that I And you know what? Put and I'm going to
0: point that out to everybody listening on the airwaves. You should come in, check in at Akaku, and go. I want to be in on the public domain yeah. theater series. We're, we're we're pushing the idea out there we're we're gonna start casting for it. That's a really good point to bring up Thank exactly. you for reminding me about yeah. that uh through your your little story there but no yeah no i i think that like Radio theater, like that's it's it's yeah. it's a craft in itself to just be able to cold read or just be able to read from a paper just as yeah. well as you can recite when you remember. Yeah, like people really don't think about that. You know, it's true.
1: It's true. And I mean, back in the day, I mean, like when you had a movie like um, *Maltese Falcon* come out, you would have Humphrey Bogart, you would have Lauren Bacall, and you would have all these other sort of like main stars in it that would come in and they would do a bit of the movie. Yeah, no, I and people, mean, it was people
0: don't realize yeah. that like. The the whole Good Morning America Let's Watch a Sizzle Reel trailer thing has existed for such a long time that you'd actually like get a live version of the trailer in a radio studio, you know? So, I mean, yeah. No, I've always like loved shows like... This Shadow. I love oh, The Shadow. Oh, man, you know. the best. Who knows what darkness looks in the hearts of men. <laughs> the Shadow knows.
1: You know what? I got hooked on uh, Johnny Dollar, which I had never heard of oh, before. My God. And it comes on uh, Sunday, every, yeah. every Sunday. Oh, my God, uh, I, I haven't heard that name was. in a while. Oh, man, so good. Really good stuff. Uh, what else? Uh, CBS Mystery Theater always used to be really good. Um Man, I'm trying to think of one more. Um, Jack Benny. Yeah. Jack, oh, Jack. Jack oh, Benny. Wow, sure wow man. It's just big time, just you know? Classic.
0: Yes, no, super <laughs> classic. Um, but no, I, I think we, we trailed off enough there that we should probably move on to our next subject, which sure. is kind of a sad thing. It turns out the Honolulu Police Department has launched an arson investigation oh, because someone set fire to the live-action Lilo and Stitch sets on the North Shore. Now, they can't really figure out who did it for what reasons, but it's not very helpful to think that this might be backlash per the current announcement Could be. of who's playing Nani. Could be. Um, there, there were a lot of people getting up on there about, like, oh, she too light-skinned. It's like, bro, she got the pedigree. Like, yeah, I know she might, like, might not be Hawaiian enough as you're considering, but when we in endangered species and there's not a lot of Hawaiian lying around, like, yeah, what true. are you going to pull sides with? And then, like, choke Filipino background, too. So it's like, if, if being Hawaiian and Filipino is a crime, please tell me. Tell me how <laughs> is that such. Because, bro, as far as I know, that's just serendipity to be those. So, like, I I, I don't get, like, one, like, normally, like, for as much, because we have a really big social media sphere on sharing what goes on on sets around town. yeah. Like there's a lot of really cool um, Facebook pages and Instagram pages that cover specifically the the film and television industry. So it's scary to think that the actions might've been brought on by like posting what's going on. Also with the flood of unnecessary hate towards the casting. Sure. But to the degree that some of these guys who post this data are now saying like, we're not going to post as much. Because we don't want anybody to get hurt because we stand by our brothers and sisters on this show. Exactly,
1: exactly. And, you know, I think the sort of like the broader public don't really understand how difficult casting is. And especially now that there is a renewed sense of uh, sensitivity around not whitewashing any of these parts. And like you say, I mean, it's a difficult issue
0: it is it is. To, it is a very difficult cast. task uh, you know i every production's run into it so far you know for those of you guys going oh there's got to be one a Hawaiian brother a sister lying around somewhere that we could go cast and it's like one, always remember that there that 9 out of 10 Hawaiians, all the Kanakas, they live somewhere else. We've yeah. been exported out of paradise. We are refugees living abroad on the mainland, continent, whatever you want to call it, Turtle Island. Sad fact, it would, bro. It just it is a sad fact. Yeah. I mean, right now, there are more Hawaiians in Stuttgart, Germany than there are in this county. <laughs> Think about that. Think about that. All right? So... You know, when it comes to casting and TV show, I mean, bro, I had to import Kanaks from Oahu just to be able to make a show about Maui. For real. And, like, and it was hard because, like, we started a year out on casting. Yep. And, like, it really showed me, like, before I got the statistic from the state on how many Kanaka were left and then of how many are left, half of them are homeless. Yeah. So, like, unless I'm casting directly from the homeless pool, too, like, you only have a one in ten chance of finding the right kind of Hawaiian or of Hawaiian descent person you're looking for. And
1: not only that, but there's a talent acumen that has to back that up.
0: Yes. So it's like, one, I would like to believe that I could stick just about anybody on screen. But there's also, like, we got to be able to hit certain numbers so that way we can make a certain thing. So then that way I can have a pile of money and come back and make shows with no-name talent. Right. 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 So then, like, we run into this issue now that, like... They're ignoring the Hawaiians that live on the continent or abroad. They're only hiring in this pool that's here. And just like I've noticed with Moku, Moku it's like what we should be pushing ourselves to do is yeah. – bring them back home repatriate yeah, them. yeah repatriate you know them. And, and that's and i really want to keep using that term you'll hear me say this a lot you know refugee and and, and repatriation because that's what we are You're like if you really think about what happens when a de facto state crumbles your economy and forces you out of your own country and you end up somewhere else that is not your land you are a refugee yeah. all right so you know yeah. crank up the tom petty yeah. you know what you are now <laughs> all right but i think that per the industries that we have that are active right now like like i said you don't want to be a towel folder or a hamburger flipper right you want to get yourself one good job and so this industry does provide great jobs but it's it's lack of insight knowing where where the kanakas are right now so like it's great that we're trying to Trying to give the jobs directly to who's left. Because that's, I mean, first and foremost, we're doing that on Moku Moku. We we stand to be a set that actually employs more locals in Kanaka today than any other production we've worked on together. Exactly. And I've been on, we've been on big blockbusters. We've been on made for TV stuff. We've been on straight to ESPN late night, like. I fit crossover videos. Like, everybody's imported. Like, I mean, look at the whole lineup on a white lotus. The white lotus is literally a story about importing yourself to like colonialize and neo imperialize your environment
1: exactly. because you
0: just want to be a waspy person that owns a hotel and disappears a year later. <laughs> exactly. Like, I mean, Jesus. Exactly.
1: Come she- on. Che-
0: cheese and crackers. Oh bro. my God. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I had no idea. It <laughs> I did
0: <up>. Quite surprising these.
1: <laughs> Pass the pimps.
0: I, I didn't realize the <laughs> aboriginals had. Tauties.
1: But very wide noses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <And laughs> putting and, on overalls and going out with a shovel. And, uh, puka. puka. What an interesting word.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, but no, I, I think it's it's a huge <laughs> conversation in the sense of like we're we're not. We're not aware of where, where have all the Hawaiians gone, you yeah. know. I mean we're an endangered species in our own land, so that's that's a hard thing in itself. So like I gotta give it to Disney for yep. like trying to cast locally and yeah. they found the best they could cast locally. Yeah. Do some people feel it's not enough? Well, you're okay to feel that way. That is your independent feeling. But I think that what this really comes back down to is the discussion of Hawaiian-ness. The same way that the African-American community had the discussion about blackness in the seventies and still does to some degree today, you know, and the same thing with the Latino comment. This is what the conversation that happened within the Heights. I keep going back to this movie. I barely even watched half of it. Like I hear it's great. I can't, it's just not my thing, but, um, I I really think that like that conversation needs to come up even more. Are we are we ruining our chances at cultural prosperity and longevity by restricting who's who's Hawaiian enough or who's not Hawaiian enough? Like great, if you got enough cocoa to die on one wait list for Ina bruh, yeah. you Hawaiian, you mean, yeah. all right? But you know what? If you uh 1% in your big toe and you was raised in a halal and you dance hula better than anybody with 90%, like, boy, you yeah. Hawaiian, okay. okay? Like, it's, you know, and, and we talked about this with Sam recently, you know, culture versus ethnicity versus nationality. You know, I it's something that our ancestors recognized as we fused other kingdoms into our own. So I think... Really, what it needs to come down. Whoever's lighting fires over there, I hope it's not because of like how dark or light Nani is. Right. If you just crazy, well, good right. on you. Get some help. Stop burning. <laughs> oops, oops. We're oops. gonna mark that right there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you knew it was coming. You we knew it, knew it was, was coming. That's <laughs> all. <laughs> but, um, yeah. but no. Um, you know what? Let's just talk about something even more infuriating. So folks leave the Lilo and stitch set alone. It's only going to be as good as you let it be. So we best be doing our best to support it. And then maybe if you're lucky, you can end up on set and you can raise your hand and just tell them what they are doing wrong. Exactly. Um, exactly. speaking about things that people raising hands and doing things wrong. So, um uh, this is, this is a, a two sided battle here. And I think that this is probably going to be like our big conversation to close it out slash a couple of other things. Um, Jonathan Majors just got dropped by his management after the whole domestic violence thing. So like, so one, we know that like someone called Wolf, he had to go to court. It was, the statement was taken back. Yeah, But a lot of people looking at the statement were like, one, it either looks way too legalese and she's in cover up mode, or it looks too heavy handed and he's forcing her into cover up mode either way. For per public perception. We don't know. We weren't in that scenario. Right. And and first and foremostly, I am not coming to defense of domestic abuse. Yeah. The, big time. This is this is None. if he has a penance to serve on this. This yeah. is his job to do so. But what I the bigger conversation I want to have about this is the level at which people are held responsible because a court of law. And this is where I'm going to get into this on the on the finer parts is a court of law. Let it go. Right. Meanwhile, we have his career is about to slightly crumble I mean could he even get replaced as Kang or is Disney gonna stand by him right. you know or what's gonna happen to to the you know, next phase of the MCU you know but on the other side as our our, 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 our big just elephant in the room is on the opposite of, of the color barrier in being held responsible we have guys like Ezra Miller like Case Ezra, in
1: point Ezra Miller point. is
0: like held a child hostage on a pot farm and handed out AR-15s and then, like got in a fight with some dude on Big Island and took his wife back to Vermont and then is also like catfishing kids on reservations and like offering, no, it's like it is some scary Charlie Chaplin pedo level stuff and, give
1: him a movie yeah, and
0: let's, let's give, <laughs> give him, him a, a, a flash movie. movie let's let's cancel Batgirl for him, it wasn't testing well, we need to save money on taxes, but you know what, he sure can put a black eye on someone else, so well, so we're just gonna nah. reward him for that, I mean like, dude got in a fight, just leave in a karaoke bar in, in Honolulu
1: he came here man and I was so upset he's like he's, he's wreaking havoc on yeah. the islands one by one I mean he was <laughs>
0: did Jason not give him like the whole like
1: bro Look at what you got to do. Come on, to Jason. That's you your to boy. Town,
0: you got to respect people. Like, didn't he just not like, I can't do a good Jason Momoa impersonation? <laughs> he's got that one. Oh, he's about who was he's, that? Yeah, who was <laughs> that? <laughs> I would just, I, I'll do it. Eddie Izzard, I'll replace everybody I can't do with James Mason. <laughs> I'm telling Isra, you. To- Israel, Isra you can't do this. Oh, what on earth is going on there, <laughs> oh, J- Jason oh, Momoa gosh. as played by James Mason. As played by (laughs) I love it. I love it. No, but, like, no, shouldn't he, like, if he wanted, like, because, like, apparently he got enough of that friendship going on to where somebody gave him a hood pass. At least. So it's like, JC, sit your boy down. Tell him he can't start fights at karaoke bars unless he actually did sing it better. Tell him he's got to stop, like, stealing kids from the woods and taking them back to his pot, like, AR-15 farm. And then, like, he's just got to stop it. like, I... Man, I don't know what happened. Maybe it was when he played Trash Can Man on the stand. It went to his head and he actually became Trash Can Man. It, it I don't know. It, it like, could have. But like somebody, somebody in the Justice League just like catch the Flash, tell him to stop, he needs to slow down on the crazy right
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll reiterate what you said. I mean, I really am not down. I mean, if if he is accused and is guilty of domestic abuse, then, yeah, he he does have a penance to serve and he needs to sort of face that. Yet, as per usual, we see this double standard of. Darker folk, people of color, melanated individuals, uh, yes, who <laughs> pay a very swift, yes. no pause, sort of like uh, you know penalty. Whereas our white brothers and sisters are kind of given like a free pass. And yeah, we paid off. Certain- well, you know, what? I got to
0: put a certain caveat on that. I'd say anyone who's not an ally gets a free pass because, like, yeah. again, shout out to the Tennessee Three because it's you know, again, you know, look what happens when you choose to be sure. an ally. I mean, and that's and that's really where the sign is on drawing sure. the line. Sure. That's what really tells you, you know, in the narrative, like how they're choosing and and changing things to fit the needs of a singular person. Yeah, is what happens when you come to help someone who obviously needs that help or that equity, and then the world closes you out too. Exactly. So it's like, how many people are going to come up and speak for? Jonathan sure in the event sure. that he's actually in the clear and it turns out everything's in the clear how many of those people are going to get shot down and their careers get semi canceled but then it's like Anybody who wants to champion Ezra right now, it's like, oh, here, get in line. We're just, we're going to hand out, like, you want an (laughs) egot? Let's just give you the egot for being crazy. Like, (laughs) let's just, he gets a Tony. You, you, yeah, come on. Let's everybody for just supporting him. That's (laughs) for your consideration for backing the wrong dude.
1: No, no, what I've, what I was able to glean from sort of like Twitter and a bunch of sort of the voices that are out there is that uh, the MCU still have not made a decision whether or not they're going to have him back as Kang. I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen Well, I mean, they kind of
0: got it. I mean, at this At this point, they're going to be looking around for someone who can body double them.
1: Right. You know, it's because even like when James Gunn got in trouble they got rid of him but then they brought him back well, after and, a time you know, right and so that's that's so, see that's so the weird
0: thing about james gunn james gunn see and this is where i'll totally come in defense of him he served penance for a 10 year old tweet one nobody ever goes on twitter so who the heck who in the he double hockey sticks thought it was a great idea to just be like, i'm gonna scroll on twitter until i can find a reason to throw james gunn under the bus like yeah, there was a lot of work to do that and then we also watched james gunn grow up so realistically when he said that in like 2000, whatever, everybody was saying 10 times worse stuff than that. Everybody, and not to pull the whole like, oh, old fashioned card, but it's like there's a certain level evolution that society was at. Sure. And he sure. was able to acceptably get away with that. Sure. So if we wanted to go through the Wayback Machine, sure. we would then have to hold every guy responsible who said that gotcha. that year. Gotcha.
1: And, and then what happened with Gina? What's her face? Uh, Gina Carano? Yeah. Well, okay. So, so then so Gina Carano different, said different, what right? she
0: said, and then she got kicked from Mando. Right. But see, her problem, where it lies, is she doubled down on dutying the bed. Oh, okay. then She turned around, and then like I, I hear that she didn't she even like manage to get like a started to produce a movie with Ben Shapiro. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She's so really that right did. there, yeah, that's there we the go. Nobody's gonna hire you back after you do a Ben Shapiro movie. There okay. You go. No, that's it's <laughs> like that's like saying that you want to open a with poison. <laughs> yeah, that's like saying you want to start a pizza company with Andrew Tate. <laughs> it's just no. So like, I mean, it's I th- there, I think that there's a certain level of cancel also there's a certain time where we got to cut them out of cancellation, all right? Yeah, so sure. like case that's in sure. point like we should have let Gina off the hook after a while, but like Louis CK could have stayed in the back for a little bit longer, you mm-hmm. know? Like there should be like, you know, flip out your wing wing in public in front of 40 women. Uh, cancel for like maybe
1: six years. <laughs>
0: you know, say something off color and uncouth, eh, six months to two years depending on how slap bad. Slap a works
1: presenter is. on the face uh, uh, during Oscars.
0: Eh. Uncancel both of them. They're toxic as hell. Yeah, yeah. Like I yeah, mean yeah. that you know, yeah. and they, but like to close out the conversation on, on something like that, I find that that's interesting because you know I did talk about it when the slap round the world happened, right. but like. Okay, so let's look at it from this angle. Chris Rock, notorious for saying dumb things sure. to Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. All right? And then, you know, to go back even further to recognize that he tried to, like, when he knew there was a window because of, like, the Smith thing family polyamory factor yeah right right like right. he was just like oh well she goes around with anybody it's like bro polyamory doesn't mean she's gonna go around with anybody so it does not mean that you had a chance chris rock It means you probably had even less of a list because she's got an even bigger list of winners and weird scientology guys that like, definitely it's gonna go i mean come on how, how like have you had your thetans checked i mean that's not like you don't even want to get into the whole like that's jada Pinkett smith like let's just get into the fact like that's one crazy scientology broad right there all right. Time. Are you clear? Are you clear, you clear enough to Yo, oh be like Hold that? on to the handles. But no, I mean that's but that's that's a crazy thing to think about with that slap. It's just like one, how many layers of like it was coming no matter oh, what? Yeah, You know, and then yeah. how many it weird layers happen. of like it was gonna uncondition itself automatically. Like you had like the second that I I saw that and that, like, they were like, oh, Will Smith's canceled. I was like, no, oh, bro. He's like he's like 10th level Scientology, like, thetans checked every other day. Are you kidding me? He's going to go into the room. They're going to put his hand around those bars. And then he's going to say all the right things. And then he's going to cry. And then he's going to go into a back room and have a lollipop and drink a, a Sprite. And then he's going to come out and, like, David Miscavige is going to be like, he's clear. Yeah, he's and then funny. the whole world is going to shout out, like, he's clear. And then he's back. You know, that's what's going to happen is that he's just back. He's uncancelled because of the power of Scientology. His thetans checked out. And so exactly. then if he's clear, then Chris Rock is clear because yeah. he was the one who got smacked. Exactly. Opening his mouth.
1: Exactly. like Exactly.
0: F around and find out, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. mess around and find <laughs> out. And he done find out and i'm yeah. finding that we're actually running out of time today because you and i can talk story for days that's I what even, happens i even made it a point to put extra things on this list because I, like, in I was like no well, no we don't we don't have to talk about that many things i could probably make this list shorter when brad's here but brad brad mahalo for coming today oh brother always, always great to have around. you on the air love this whole alternating thing between you and sam um for those of you that that uh love brad and everything make sure to check him out on the gram and on facebook brad Stark zero zero one on the instagram uh, brad starks uh on on facebook, uh, facebook yeah. yeah and you He's can also find. find him on set this spring absolutely uh, on the set of moku moku as uh the second ad and co-producer of the joint making make the magic happen behind and in front of the camera
1: brad mahalo for joining us mahalo for having me brother
0: awesome so um uh, later this week, I'll have Jordan Hawker on. Uh, looking forward to that next week. Shane Sinense. Encourage
1: people to come out on the 27th. Yes, yeah?
0: and if you're still listening, you got to come out April 27th, 5.30, yes. right? Yep. Yep. 530. yep, 5.30. Room 206 up uh, above Akaku. Uh, we're unveiling a whole new—it's like a grand re-re-re-re-post yes, panorama reopening and uh we're gonna have uh some uh some of our staff there we've got a lot of people rsvp'ing already some interesting members of our community come out learn what it takes to make a radio show and maybe you too can find yourself right here in the hot seat at k-a-k-u-885-fm the voice of maui the home of the radio revolution with rabbit holes mahalo again for everybody we will see you on the other side (gasps)